0: This <laughs> is different Ooh, yeah. Wendy, Wendy yeah. do it. What's
1: happening? What's hey. up? What's up, Wendy doll? Hey. Another, another episode. Is it an episode, webisode? What do we call these things? Both.
2: Episodes? Podcasts? I love that we're filming it. A lot of people don't film their podcasts. I love that we give I got a face made for radio.
1: I can't figure out why you guys are filming it. But I'm so, so proud King- of you, Kingpin. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Just so you know, like I feel like this is so dope for you
1: what's that the podcast because you like yes. always behind the scenes yeah. yes. always, I appreciate you always
0: but you do we
2: get to share you yeah. with the world like the yeah. you that i see now the world is seeing and i
1: love that can i tell you guys a funny story yeah Better i'm be at, funny I'm, it was funny to judging me. okay i was at a music conference just recently in the city and i was on stage with Bigga. and an independent artist as i'm walking out walks up to me and says hey big i need to get my hug with you later I thought that was the funniest shit in the world. They thought you were Bigger Yes, Rankin? walked up to me and said, hey, Bigger, I got to get my hug from you later. I said, all right, wait around for it, goddammit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I get that a lot, though. I get a lot of people see me, and they see me with Bigger. And they just assume. Yes, they assume. Because, you know, the jackets and all the the, the, yes. the R&R merch, it all says Bigger on it. So yes. Let me ask you a question.
0: Wow. Uh, since we've been doing the podcast, have people been talking to you about you? Like, oh, man, I listened to the episode, and... I love what you, Kingpin, said.
1: I, you know, aside from I have, yeah, you know, aside from you know my inner team, I don't. You know, I kind of, when we got into this, that I was a close, close friend of mine told me that I had to just plug my ears up, because I've always been the one that said that I never wanted to talk about the music business until I was either respected enough so that I wouldn't come across as a hater. Or so, or until I had a platform where it looked like I wasn't screaming for attention. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was the right time. You know what I mean? I I kind of earned, so. uh, my right to be, be here. Earned your right to be here, absolutely. So you know, being able right to share be here is 10 pretty years cool. Years ago, I right. Thank honest. you, thank you. Well, I mean, it's it's an, it's another way. I love teaching people the game. I love being able yes. to empower people. I just. I I seen somebody say this the other day. I take all forms of payment. I just don't take excuses. Right. Oh, and
0: yeah. right. I uh, I this. So for example, what you're saying right now. I literally Wendy gave me my uh, slick Rick shoes.
1: The purple motherfuckers.
0: And then damn. I called Dollar you about some stuff that you know we normally talk about. Cap report. Right. And uh, I said, damn. I wonder if I could talk to Wendy and King Pan at the same time. I hit Shauna. And I said, yo. I think we should talk about shit that we talk about
1: on like this in this form yeah i love it in this I mean, form it was a it was such a good idea when wendy hit me about it i was all for it you know what i mean i, I yeah i told wendy to talk to you though yeah when wendy hit me she was like kingpin do you want to said yes said, <laughs> yeah but you have to." say yes it's whatever <laughs> it is exactly that you want to do yeah, it yeah yes down pause. let's do it yeah so i mean you know at the end of the day man i'm bigger instilled in me that until we crown a king in this business i'm not i'm not a king so i'm in the king crowning business and queen crowning business, I have to stay making sure that anybody that we affiliate ourselves with or that we work with leaves in a better position. We have to make sure that they understand ownership. You know, we're, we're trying to help make millionaires. I'm not making thousandaires. Yeah. I'm trying to help people become millionaires. I'm trying to help people provide for their family's family. Correct. You know what I mean? That, that, that 20 it's years wealth. and that 70 years, I'm trying to make sure that these guys understand that you know, yes. you don't have to be the, the, the horror story from the 1950s rock and roll era to where you made a song and they licensed it out to somebody and you made 700 and the label made 17 million. I don't want you to do that. You shouldn't want that for yourself. Yeah. Right. There's enough people out here sharing information where you could, you know what's what's cap and you know what's not because the cap don't care who tell it. Exactly. Yeah. So I just I speak as aggressive as I do because I speak from a place of facts. No, we just and I hope to it eat. doesn't you know, rub anybody the wrong way. And if it does, no. fuck you. I got I five hours for the swear. Every, there you go. every right, mate,
2: artist that I've ever put out on the road with you has always thanked me immensely and talked about how much that has impacted their career, not just on the promotion side, but you just naturally teach people shit because it's who you are. Yeah. And it's really beneficial. It's overwhelming. Don't it get is. It twisted. It's completely it's overwhelming. overwhelming. I'm always the it's bearer like drinking, of bad news. It's yeah. like drinking from a fire hose because, like, yep. people want to follow everything you tell them, or even that I tell them. Mm. But it's so much yeah. for one person. It's it like, is. oh my god, I have to do all that. Yes, because I do. you make
0: them
1: realize, Kingpin, that they aren't working hard enough. You know, I, I realize that I'm not working hard enough, and I wake Same. up every day at three o'clock in the morning. This is no lie. Every day at 3 o'clock in the morning, realities. I'm up. Wow. Because I had to have a harsh reality. I'm trying to be in bed by 8 o'clock. Okay. Once the kids go to bed, okay. I try to go to bed with them. Because I wake up at that between 3 and 6 a.m. Yeah. It's that there's not a soul awake around distraction. Right, it's quiet. And yes. And 9 times out of 10... My competition is just now getting to sleep. They're just comfortable, right? Yeah. So while they were out the night before looking busy, sweeping the sidewalk, I call it sweeping the sun off the sidewalk. While they were out there looking busy, I'm waking up to make sure I can be over busy. And on the flip side of that, the clients demand that. Because Mm -hmm. if the clients are out running the clubs and working the records and doing what they had to do recording until two or three in the morning, somebody has to wake up during business hours and handle business. You guys may not know this watching. And if you know this, drop it in the comment section. But- YouTube, the best time to get a response from YouTube support, 3 a.m. Eastern time. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. 3 a.m. Don't hit, him at, don't hit him at 2.59. Don't try to be slick. <laughs> hit him at after 3 a.m. Anything after 3 a.m., you start getting cloudy. But if you can hit him exactly at 3 a.m., chances are, not guaranteed, but... You'll get a response. You'll get a response.
0: Uh, I know before we start, I wanted to say real quick, I was talking to DJ Drama. Uh, you know, you just won a Grammy. Shout out to drama, um, yeah,
1: for the Tyler Project, yeah. Yeah,
0: so just for him to allow me to have conversations with him, just like I have conversations with you guys. I just told him thank you, you know what I'm saying, in a text. And just, you know, it's so funny. Every time I call him, he answers the phone. Anytime I need drops or whatever he need, whatever I need, he never tells me no. So I just wanted to say, like, we just have us as help because we're the help. We have forms of motivation that we need as well. So I just wanted to give you your flowers. I appreciate sir. that, because you deserve them. I appreciate that. Thank you. Because you you're that. always helping everybody.
1: Always. But you never, you ask you're never nothing in return. But you ask exactly what I was about to say. You ask for nothing in return. Nothing in return. You know because I understand the dynamics of it. You know when when a, when a DJ brings an artist to meet me, that to that artist and that DJ is something important. Correct. So how I interact with that artist, how I interact with that person in front of that artist. How I move once that person contacts me for that artist, yeah. all of that that split decision that comes that's like you know the Tom Brady in the backfield. You know you when the ball says go, everything is moving at thousand mile an hour, but you're able to see the defensive backs and the linebackers and because that's what it takes to be great. So when I'm meeting these artists, it took me a long time to understand that. You know. I, I, I was here in Atlanta one time, and an artist was like, hey, man, you guys want to do an interview with me? I'm the next king of R&B. And we were like, whatever, bro. We're tired, dude. We, got, we had a magazine. Nah, come on, man. I said, look, bro, if you want to do it tomorrow, cool. He said, no, nah, I'm getting ready to leave. I said, well, just hit us on the email. We'll get with you. Three yeah. months later, my business partner calls me, tells me to turn on the TV. It was Jay Holiday.
0: Wow. Dang. Like, so
1: I made it a point never in my life to ever dismiss anybody else, right? Because you never know who you're talking to. Right. If if Carl Cherry were to walk in this room right now, except for maybe two or three of you guys that. Would know who he is, but the vast majority, anybody listening to this podcast right now, the vast majority of them could sit next to Carl Cherry in a room and, would and never not know, recognize, never me. know right. exactly who he was. Right. So, you know, I always say that the name on the front of the jersey is more important than the name on the back. There's 150,000 uh, tagged images on social media right. with the promo Vatican. I've right. only got 45,000 up, so. Got we've you. done something and we've influenced people to do something. Right. And I think that's what I'm more proud of is that we've motivated people to get up and take action. Right. And that's one of the things that I'm hoping we could do with this podcast is keep motivating that. them to take action. Well, I need motivation now because what's a gem? Because we
0: have a lot of managers. We have a lot of A&Rs that listen to us as right, well as right. artists. But to the managers A&R, and to the sorry. A&Rs, up and coming A&Rs, so, uh, established A&Rs, they be tapped in. What's a couple of gems we can give them if they're just tapped in on how to stay sharp? Mm.
1: You know, moving at the speed of the culture is so important. It and is. you know, And being
2: on the streets is important, too. Like, knowing super. what's coming and really being a fan. I, I attribute part of my success in hip-hop to really being a fan of the music. I really give a shit about the music. Yeah. So I know... I I don't anymore, but I used to know, like, what's coming next. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit far away from it now just Mm -hmm. because of my age. But I surround myself with young people, and I'm always asking... What do you like? What's coming? What are you listening to? What's going on? I'll ask strangers. I'll be someplace and I'll just ask somebody, what are you listening to? I'm pumping gas. The car next to me is blaring hip hop. I don't recognize it. What Shazam. is that? What are you listening to? Shazam.
0: Shazam. Well, yeah. before I episode, I introduce you to two 22, 23 year olds that are around me all the time. Yes. I think it's important it's to be very around important. people that's in the demographic of Agreed. the, you know, of the real in.
1: fans. Being around, super important, engaging even more important following up absolutely important you know understanding that you're not going to make every shot so shooting and get back on defense so you can get the ball back and that's where a lot of these young people in the business that may be listening to this podcast this is one of the things that they need to do is getting somebody's phone number and getting in front of somebody's face is is not it that's not the end of it the follow up the follow through the the following on social media the engaging the sharing of their content the same things you want from somebody else You have to be willing to do. And if you don't know what somebody does, then you need to educate yourself on that so that the next time you see them, it's so many DJs that I've never had a personal conversation with, but I know when their kids have a birthday. I know when their anniversary is. I know when they went on vacation. Because I make it my business to, because I understand that a relationship with them shouldn't be Solely based on needs. Correct. I only fuck with you when I need you. Another that's dollar right. for the swear jar. Damn. So that I, I want to make my relationship with these people personable. And I think that's why I get the respect of my peers like yes. you guys. And it's so many different markets Yes. because we traveled around and we never wanted to do anything but help the people in those cities win right. because that's how I win. Right. The bigger you are in Louisiana, the better off I am because I have access to the biggest mofo in Louisiana. Yes. Most people don't want to do that. You know, I think it was you that posted something that a people, don't hire B people. They hire right. A plus. B, B hires C so that they can right. be the smartest in the rooms. So yeah. Right. Uh,
0: I w- I want to piggyback that because even as a radio personality, it's very important to establish relationships with these artists um, and be able to get them on the phone sometimes when yes. our boss needs something, whether it's a performance for um, you know a big concert that we have. Sometimes we may we may be able to do our facilitate, relationship right. facilitate it better than the boss can. Because now I know because I was at Jeezy's wedding and he was at my wedding. You know, that's an example. The raw reflexometer feeling? Oh, man. Here we go. We haven't had that in a couple episodes. (laughs) (laughs) I want to shift gears and get into legal trouble. When an artist gets into legal trouble from beef, Mm -hmm. from scamming, from maybe living exactly like they rap about. Man. How does that affect people like us?
2: It affects me if I'm in the midst of helping somebody build their career and they go to jail like one of my clients just did. It affects me greatly because when he's not there to back up his music, I can't work him effectively. And I think Kingpin is the one that said building a career is like like pushing a rock up a hill, mm-hmm. as soon as you stop pushing, it, it
1: falls, falls, back falls right you.
2: back down to the bottom and you're starting from zero. So when he gets out and he, he can't seem to make bond, not he, that he can't, they won't let him make bond, when his bond hearing finally comes up and he's able to get out, we're going to be starting at ground zero. Everything and is And we stale. were a
1: year and a half in. Everything is stale. You worked with him, you know exactly mm-hmm. what Everything it's going to look like. And, and you know the downside to it is that Here is where infrastructure, here is where recording, here's where all of those things can remain in place. Because if an artist is going out there and recording and building their catalog, and they have all of the things necessary, a situation like that to where the label can still push and benefit if they have an abundance of content. But 99.9% of these guys, they don't. When they went to jail, the hard drive got confiscated, you can't get it out. If they even had a hard drive at the studio, the studio got burnt down. So there's just so many thousand different reasons that it affects us, not being in a position to reap the benefits of anything—good media, bad media—have your business handled first. Yeah. So that if you do get a mention or it does come across the timeline because of some lame shit you did or something you got accused of, or just circumstancing or timing or whatever it is that may have led to your your legal issue, then you'll you'll at least reap the benefits from that, if there is any type of silver lining to it. Because to be honest with you, bro. Once you go to jail, out of sight, out of mind. Let me me ask you a question. Do you think it's fair for an NBA young boy to come out and say, the label doesn't push me, but then you have to consider how much money do you think the label spends in legal fees that could have been spent in marketing? And if him being free is marketing enough for him to market his records, do you want us to put this money we're spending on a lawyer on your project? If so, stop going to jail. Like, you know, there's just so many different areas that you could look at. It. And I don't know his legal situation. But just being realistic, how much money do you think lo- uh, the baby or NBA young boy spend a year on legal fees? Millions. Just to have a, a lawyer on, Millions on of dollars. And I'm sure that, that if the a label is budget. kicking that I'll in. I bet it's a single budget. Yeah, I bet if the label is kicking that in, I bet that's where your extra marketing budget goes. Right. You know what I mean? And we don't want to look at that. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just... It's unfair and it's unfortunate, man, that a lot of these guys that can be in a position to win their big homie who has all of the best interests in mind, he doesn't know what to do because he graduated some of laude from Sidewalk University. So he doesn't understand <laughs> the intricacies of the music business, let alone of running a business period. He knows numbers. Sidewalk he's university. very savvy, you know, he, he can some make money. Yeah, some laude from sidewalk <laughs> university. Let's get it right. Yeah, not just a regular <laughs> not, salesman, not but regular, one of the one yeah. of the you know, one of the bosses. Because those guys are few or far in between in the country. The people that make money in certain cities, they know each other, man. They ain't no millionaires not rubbing elbows with other millionaires. That's why everybody's telling you get next to a millionaire. If you hang around a barbershop long enough, you're going to get 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 a haircut. haircut. right? Okay, so elevate yourself.
0: How important is the entertainment lawyer for getting your contracts done? First. So I think. an artist should Agreed. get a lawyer first.
1: Obviously. Yes. Well,
2: they should get a lawyer when they have something to negotiate. You shouldn't just go get a lawyer and, and you haven't recorded a song yet. Okay. You know, there's a, there's a, a process to this, right? So when you've got something that you need negotiated or, you know, you have something coming that needs negotiation, then you get an entertainment attorney. Yeah. If you're not familiar, not cheap.
1: if you're not familiar on how to set up an LLC, maybe get you an attorney to help you with that. There you go. If you're not familiar with um trademarking your name, trademarking your name if you're not familiar with agreements, going on, you know, rapfax101.com and downloading a blank template for a producer agreement or a split sheet is cool because that you know you're trying to figure out a way to DIY it, do it yourself. But building a relationship with an entertainment attorney from the beginning while you guys have a time to start amassing and and mining all of the information that you're going to need because truth be told Remember, I lied to you guys. I, I'm going to tell you that. Remember I told you it was 53 lines of metadata for a record. I've been lying this whole time. It's closer to 80. Wow. Because we we, mm. we neglected I'm the sorry, entire fired. publishing <laughs> aspect of the metadata. Yeah. Oh, shit. So when right. you factor in the video aspect right. of the metadata, we're close to 100 lines of information that have to be pooled in order for content to not only be released properly, but to reach the people. You know, think of it like the, the less information you have, the heavier it is, the shorter distance you're going to be able to throw it. Mm. So, you know, it's it you have to learn this every day. This is not something you could wake up tomorrow when you have some free time to do it. Once you put the kids to bed, you should be listening to the Chico podcast, you should have your pen out, you should be taking notes, and you should right. be visiting a couple of websites, and the next day, while you're at work and you're on your lunch break, you should have one of your AirPods in, and you should be taking this stuff down, because this is the stuff that she charged a bag for, this is the stuff that he don't want your money for, and this is the stuff that I don't give a fuck how much money you got for. You're either going to do it right, or you're going to have to get right on out the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you will
1: move out the way quickly.
0: Yes, you will. Uh, let's keep it right there, and go to where someone will ask this question right here. What is a pub deal and what does it look like for a producer or artist? What is a pub deal when you hear people say that? A
2: publishing deal is where a company or another person comes in and wants to invest in your ownership of the music. So the masters are the ownership of the right to reproduce the music
0: that you create for somebody else or that you create period, or that both. you
2: create, that you create what, as okay. soon as you put pen to paper or fingers to phone, however you make a song right. or, or make a beat, you have ownership. That's the publishing. It's the okay. real estate. You can either sell it or rent it or use it for yourself. So a publishing deal is where somebody believes in you and wants to profit from what you're doing. So they'll come to you and say, okay, I want to do a publishing deal with you or a co-publishing deal where you sell them a percentage of your ownership. I'm not a fan of pub deals. I like admin deals. And what an admin deal is you retain a hundred percent ownership of your publishing but somebody else goes and collects the money for you and then they take a percentage of the profit, not a percentage of ownership. I'm a big fan of that because like it's really hard for you to collect your own publishing. It's not something that you can go and, and do on your own. So admin deals are a wonderful thing because somebody that does this for a living is going to go collect all your money, keep 10%, 15%, 20%, whatever you negotiate, but you still own hundred percent of your art form.
0: How does someone get an admin deal if they're just hearing this for the first time? What do they do?
2: They should actually do some research and see what's out there. I'm a big fan of Song Trust. That doesn't mean that you should just hear me say that and go to song Trust. You should do the research and figure out why I'm <clears> saying that. But there are companies out there like song Trust where you can go and register all of your work and then they will go around the world and collect your money for you. They'll keep 15% of the money, send you 85% of it, but you'll still have 100% ownership. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. What can I said. Can I add one more thing? Please. So Carl Cherry is the head of hip hop at Spotify. You mentioned him. Just for those of you who didn't catch that reference right. or know who he is, now you know. Now you know. You'll still be sitting next to him and not recognize him. Absolutely. But would. Carl Cherry is at Spotify. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, when should an artist tap in with DJs, Kingpin?
1: From the very beginning, from the very beginning, very like beginning, as soon as he get out of the studio, the very beginning, the before before he even goes into record, he I should think even be already before building you should build relationships. relationships. If this is what you want to do, you know, it's like if you want to be an athlete, you know, when do you start? When you pick up the basketball and when when you want to become a professional basketball player, right? Like you go to the to the gym, to the playground, right. day one, the minute you want to get out of the house and exercise, and so it's the same principle with these DJs. DJs need help the same way you need help. Mm. And the quickest way to separate yourself from a pack is to invest in a DJ that you want to invest in you. You want a big-name DJ to support you because that's what you want. You want clout. You don't want success. Right. If you wanted success, you would understand that success is paid for every single day. So you start at the bottom. Who can you reach right now? Correct. And whoever they can reach, now we're working together. Two people, who can we reach? Correct. Now when three of us get together, all right, who we got? And then when we get into a big – and so it's it's always – It's that open source, that open sharing of information because, you know, make no mistake, anybody that's listening to this, if you're at the very top right now, it won't be long before you're needing the help from somebody because you will be at the bottom because that's what this business is. It's an evolution. It revolves. And the people that can find the way to stay relevant and to stay learning, those are the ones that always find the way to come back to the top. There's the people that are going to be at the bottom perpetually because they never wanted to learn how to do it right.
0: How, but how does an artist stay at the top? Like, how does an artist sustain, That's the hardest thing. sustain his success, for You think example? it's hard
1: to
2: get to the top?
1: You know what's even harder? Staying, Staying there.
0: Sustaining. I mean,
1: working every success. day, getting up and figuring out, you know, once you're at that level to where you're a successful artist and you're getting your paid shows and stuff, you know who's listening. Yep. You know what they're engaging with. You know yep. you're hiring. So now it's a question of you have to wake up every day and create content, whether you're creating new music or whether you're creating content because it's all for sale. You're a salesperson. Man, woman, or child. You're a salesperson, so everything that you do is going to have a dollar amount tied to it. And success starts with consistency. You got to show up every single day and over deliver. You just can't do the bare minimum. Just showing up isn't enough to be successful. Showing right. up is enough to get by. But to be successful, you have to overachieve every single day.
2: And you got to stay current, you've got to stay relevant. It's really important to tap into your fan base and find out. What is it about your music that they like? Which songs do they like better than other songs? Why? So that you can keep making music they want to hear. And you've got to stay current. You've got to stay in touch with what's coming next. Who's bubbling on the underground underneath you? Go do songs with them. Drake is the king of that. You yeah, know, Drake he sees, and Nicki do that all the time. Absolutely. He sees somebody coming up and they're bubbling and that's not just artists that's producers too who are the new producers that are coming up that you can hop on a track with and they have the new sound they've got the ears of what's coming next like you've got to stay current and that's so important and it's really hard especially once you're a superstar because you can't move around at the at the street level the way that you used to it's just <laughs> physically impossible it's, first of all it's a security risk second of all you People are going to react to you differently than they did when, when you didn't have fame, when you weren't known. So you've got to really build relationships with people that you trust that still have the ability to touch the streets and then find out from them what's coming, what's hot, who's who, what's going on, what events matter. You know, who are the key, key DJs coming up? You know, Ferrari, who's coming up under you that you look to that you get information from? You know, don't just bring music to, to Ferrari. Find out who Ferrari's interacting with and go build relationships with them so that as Ferrari grows and those people are coming up under him, you've already got the relationship. So when they get to Ferrari's level, they're your boy. They're your friend or your girl.
1: Yeah, amen. Chico. Chico. Cheat, code.
2: Cheat, code. Cheat code.